This is Harry Murray in Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's look at the type fishing that I suspect we're going to find throughout December for both the trout and the bass. Now this is a very good time of the year to fish for the large trout that the state has stocked in the delayed harvest streams and the large trout streams. Let's look at the rainbows first. The rainbows tend to live just below the riffles and in most cases they're going to feed heavily on nymphs because that's what's in there. Uh, the nymphs I do best with are the Murray's Dark Stonefly Nymph in a 12, Olive Strength in a 10, uh, March Brown Nymph in a 12 is always dependable, and the Mr. Rapidan Brown Soft Tackle in a 10. Now those are very effective in there because that's the food that's in those riffles. The way I fish this, I start right at the very edge of the riffle, cast across stream, and strip my nymph about four inches every six seconds. I want to crawl it right along the stream bottom. I wade slowly downstream, pausing about every five feet, and continue this as far as the riffles extend. If we've had recent rains, uh, the streams will be a little bit higher, and I go to the scientific angler sink tip three line here. Use the same technique, but the sink tip three line with the Murray six foot three uh, X leader on that is a big help. Now let's look at the browns. I'm quite fond of catching browns. When I fish Montana so much, that's really what I'm after. Okay, the big browns tend to choose different feeding stations than, than most of the rainbows. And because of their choosing the feeding stations, they're going to work on streamers. Streamers, of course, is what we think of as many invitations. Okay, some of my favorite many invitation streamers are the uh, Spudler and the, the Shanks White Streamer, the Skunk Streamer, the Murray's Pearl Marauder and the Murray's Ollie Marauder. That Ollie Marauder is unbelievably good and I fish all these in about a size 6. Now drawing from my many years of fishing the Yellowstone River around Livingston, I came to realize that the hot spots for browns in those big rivers are the head of the pool where the current narrows down and flows over the riffles uh, going down into the pool. Now the tail of the pool is also equally good. In fact I used to, my guide would always get in the head of the pool and I always wanted to fish the tail of the pool. The upper third and the lower third of the pool really is going to have the biggest browns and they're going to be feeding on those minnows and I really devote a tremendous amount of time to fishing that lower third of the pool, especially in the fall when they're thinking about spawning. Okay, let's get off the trout and look at the bass. As the temperatures become cooler, the bass seek sections of the river that have a slower flow and are probably going to be deeper than where you would have found them two months ago. 
they're going to try to find water that's four to six inch, uh, four to six feet deep. Now I'm talking about smallmouth bass. All right, they want an area that's going to be that depth, but they still want a good population of minnows. The back eddies, which form on the side of the river, directly across from where the fast riffle enters it. Now, let me say that again. You've got a fast riffle coming in on one side, just shoots down through there. That actually forms a great big lazy Susan on the opposite side. All right, that's where these bass are going to go because they've got an abundance of food. They've got good current. They've got good depth. So those big back eddies are really the places I concentrate on right now. Uh, my two favorite streamers in there are the Murray's Magnum Hogsucker and the Murray's Magnum Bluegill. You can wade down along the bank and fish it. They're very easy to fish if you're in a boat. You just anchor out off that big back eddy and swim your fly across that all that area in there. You're not going to be able to pinpoint them like you would, we'll say, in July or something like that because they're going to roam around in that big back eddy. And I just crawl my streamers right across the stream bottom just as slowly as I can. Uh, I often use a sink tip or a high D head to fish that deep water back in there. But don't think just because the water's getting cool that you can't catch some big phone big bass right now. I often get phone calls this time of the year. Oh, Harry, guess what I caught yesterday? And sure enough, some this boy called me not long ago, had a five-pound smallmouth in an area just where we're talking about. The North Fork, the South Fork of the Shenandoah, the James are all very productive in the type water I'm talking about. If I can help you on any of this or help you find the, the streams and the part of the streams to fish, just ring me at the fly shop in Edinburgh. It's 540-984-4212. Thank you so much for joining us 